Scribble notes, uh, scribble notes when I wrote these quotes. If I offend, pardon me, there's more of me to grow. Creative in my process, enjoy the show. The will is different when you recognize the different strokes. Different folks, same goals, we all want the most. So when we reach the top, we can enjoy the toast. The type of bread we get is fresh about the bakery. Told them don't play with me. With or without a degree, don't question my intensity. Bravery, similar to agencies that want to see you fall. So just pray for me. Pray for me. Einstein with my energy. Yo, we back again after dark once more. Honestly, this has been interesting because I find myself really stuck on this topic in real life, which is usually how things go. But as a content creator, as somebody that's putting out content into the world, trying to create art and trying to see what sticks, right? I'm constantly challenged as to how do you grab attention, right? How do you get a hold of eyes? And I think we live in a world now where everyone is battling for attention. Everyone wants to be seen. Every content creator you you, you see on YouTube, every podcaster, every author, every, every videographer, every single person on Instagram, like, Every TikToker, everyone wants attention. And we're all battling for eyes. Like we all battle for time. And it is an interesting place for us to be right now in society because we all are really looking for how do we get a hold of the people that actually care about our message. And it's crazy. Social, and I'm, I'm gonna talk about a few things on this on the smallest level, right? On a micro level, I'm going to talk about an individual like myself. Uh, the The battle for attention is really like it's something. It's it is something else. Like goddamn, trying to figure out ways that your reel can reach more people, right? Like what makes a successful reel, and can I get more people to see my video over someone else's? Uh, when you're looking at friends and you want to you you know right like having friends is important having having people like that is really important to your growth but you're looking for fans right you look for other people like the the random folks who can listen to your content really enjoy it and take something away you're looking for all of those people that really make a difference at the end of the day because your direct circle isn't gonna necessarily grow you into what you want to become so when you're when you're looking for that, that attention, it, it's like wild. Uh, I remember being young and people being like, yo, this person's an attention whore. Like all this girl wants is attention. You know, people at the party drunk, calling out the whole thing. And you're like, man, they just want attention or or someone's like acting one acting one way at a, in, in class. I remember I had tons of friends. They know who they is. Uh, that would be acting up in class. And you're like, yo, they're just looking for attention. They just want to be seen right now. Opposed to just sitting back and being cool like everybody else or whatever. They want to be seen. So then they go, they get their attention. And then it makes them feel good. They feel wanted or whatever. I had dudes on my football team. I was one of them who I would I would yell and scream or whatever. And then jump up and down, get tight, try to fight somebody. All that. So people give me attention. Right. Yo, Jamil, you matter. This and that. Right. The, the stuff that you need 
we we find ourselves years 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 later in a very similar situation uh where now as content creators as people who are trying to be creative you start to battle for attention again you're like oh man i gotta put this youtube video out i gotta put this podcast out i gotta be seen right i gotta keep putting content up so people see me i gotta keep putting content up so people engage with me because if they don't then what does that say about me right what does that say about my platform what does that say about my success how do i grow if i'm not getting seen so you start to really get into competition with the others around you just for eyes like I found myself sometimes thinking like, whoa, I need to pull back a little bit, pull back the reins, because right now I'm getting way too uh, involved or way too sucked in to this social media stuff. I'm getting way too stuck on, hey, man, I got to make sure that my book makes it into this anthology or my short story makes it into the anthology. Like I got to go find this and I got to go connect with this person. Or I have to reach out to this. And it's like whoa it's like hold up like i get it you want to grow the platform you want to grow the brand you want people to see it you want people to engage with it but there is there's a lot more to life than just that right than just getting the attention that you're seeking because yeah when you do grow your platform when you do grow to a certain number you're still gonna want attention it doesn't go away and what i find really interesting is because the attention doesn't go away, because the platforms only continue to grow for the most part, you start to run into this place where you're constantly chasing the next. You're chasing the next 10,000. You're chasing the next thousand, the next hundred thousand. Like you constantly just want to get to the next milestone. Great, but it becomes almost obsessive because you can create content all you want. Like I can create a podcast all day long. What stops me? And it's like, if I really want to blow up with podcasting, right? Just every single day, there's a new episode. Every single day I'm sharing something. It's like, you could have a content overflow, um, but that won't necessarily mean that you're successful. It just means you have a ton of content, but you're getting seen more often you might get more reviews, you might get more comments. And those things kind of give you uh, give you this gratification, gives you this, this dopamine shot that's going to make you feel good about yourself for a second. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of people, especially in the, creators, the creator space, they deal with that. And then there's the personal space, right? So when you're looking in the personal world, I, I have a very, a very like strict mindset on personal social media stuff i used to be huge on i used to do everything through my jamil nation yeah follow me blah blah, blah like the whole thing oh give me a snap whatever uh and then i realized right because you start looking for more validation you start looking for more interaction you start looking for more more of what social media gives you which is that cool fun fuzzy feeling of people interacting or seeing your shit uh I started doing that too. I was like, yo, I need that. I need that. And I'd be at a party posting about the party instead of being enjoying it because I wanted people to see that I was at this crazy party. Like, yeah, I was here or I'm at the, I'm at VIP in the, in the nightclub. Like, let me, let's go like whatever. 
And it was like, yo, why are you doing that? I'm, I was 20, 22, 23 at the time, just going crazy, thinking like I need to be seen more than anything else. I just have to be seen. People have to see that I'm cool. Like social media can paint the picture of you being cool as fuck. And as long as you're posting cool stuff, you're cool. And that's not good for you. That is so not good for you. So that, that search for attention, that nece- that need for attention on social media only made it worse. So then I pulled back, lost, left all social media platforms uh, for a long time, deleted every single app. And I realized, right, that that also wasn't good, mostly because the society we live in and the world we live in today, having a presence on social media is better than having no presence at all. Um, even a small presence, even just a few friends, it, it makes a bigger difference than, oh, I have nothing, right? Uh, partly because you are connect, like at the end of the day, one of the one of the forms of, of interaction and communication at this point in time is social media. So whether we like it or not, like the metaverse is coming. It's coming, motherfuckers. You're going to be in the metaverse one day with a metaverse you out here chilling, looking like a 2K character that got your face scan in there. And you're going to be like, dang, now I got to go interact with the metaverse for an hour today because, um, you know, you want attention. So like, oh, I got to do this live event in the metaverse, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's going to be that's going to be how things are one day. We're not going to talk about that right now. But that's how it's going to be. Um, and if you don't have a social media presence, then it's almost viewed as weird, strange, like ah, relic of an old time. Like, I get it, but at the same time, you can still be more curated in how you post social media-wise. Like, you don't have to do everything that everyone else is doing. You can still do it your own way. There's all these different ways to have your own social media presence. So it's strange. Uh, and I, and now I find myself kind of uh, thinking about that more now that I've started a business and had a business account and everything I do or post on social media is really related to the brand and the business uh, in some way, shape or form to get people connected. So you have to be more strategic, but it also creates this separation that's really necessary if you really want to enjoy social media for what it is as a platform of connection, as, as a place to network. I made some really great friends via social media, connected with some awesome people, been able to interview folks and like, like really stay connected with what they're doing, like buy their books and see their links and go to their website and all this other stuff through social media. Like my usage of social media is probably very different than a lot of other folks because all what I use my Instagram account for, for example, is to connect with other people who run businesses, other people who have their own thing, other people who do creative stuff. So I do have some personal friends that are on there and I follow their accounts as well, but they, they're not necessarily... Uh, people that post all that often because the people who I follow are typically people who are creating content, who are selling products, who have a business attached to their account. So it's really cool to watch them as they do their thing. Um, I also follow a few celebrities because I like to see their social media presence, how they manage it from a higher level, because it gives you a better indication of how you might want to manage your social media presence um, if you are planning on on going up, right? Like if you're looking at how do I scale up? I look at someone like uh, Johnny Bananas, for example. I, I'll check it. I follow him on social media because he has his own podcast. He has a few other things going on. Real world star, challenge all star, uh, 
does this real has a really cool brand a part of him uh has merch and all that stuff so i like to see how does he uh place all of this and what kind of image does he create about himself on social media because he is clearly a brand and obviously good at it uh obviously good at grabbing attention so i want to know that so what i in my turn when i'm when i'm thinking about how do i post what do i do i can be more uh more calculated in what I do. And, and I think that it's helped. It's really, it really has helped. I've, I've, I've taken some ideas right from his page and done, done stuff like that because some of it really does align what I want to do. And then it's going to lead me to the next point. Grabbing attention is what these social media platforms and apps and businesses want to do. Um, if you look at algorithms, Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, they're, they're calculating how much time can we make you spend on our app, on our screens. Um, and they do a really good job at it. YouTube's recommendation tool is, is dangerous because it has the ability to suck you into a rabbit hole of videos or things that you might be interested in with offshoots. Like it won't even be close to the thing that you were you started off looking at. But through the recommendations and through the things that they think that you like, they're able to really get you connected and stuck on their platform for longer. That all feeds into ads, right? In advertisements, those things are the things that drive all these platforms. You see on Instagram, I think it's every five, uh, every five photos you see or something like that, or every five posts is going to be a sponsored ad. So if you go on the Instagram story, you might click through and every like three or four stories is a sponsored ad. It's there for a reason. It's because that's how Instagram makes its money. And these, these companies who do ads, these people who do ads, they become better and better and better and better at keeping your attention, keeping you engaged on that ad because they know that the likelihood of you clicking on it is higher. So with that being said, it's like you have to be very careful because your attention is being fought for on social media. Um, so you have to be careful with where you spend that time. Also, places like Netflix, uh, the battle for time on social on, on these streaming platforms, uh, Disney Plus, uh, Prime TV, like they all want your attention too. So wherever you spend your time is is just valuable. Um, so you never want to really underestimate that because at the end of the day, you are. Um, you're going to be exposed to a ton of content and you have to decide what, what's best for you. If you're seeking attention, right? If you're a sec- a, a attention seeking as a business or whoever, a brand or whatever you're trying to become, then be aware of how much time you're sucked into the, to the app, to the, how much time you're trying to just create content because then you're not really living. So you want to have a good balance there. And if you're just a per- if you're someone that just goes on goes on these apps and goes on the thing whatever and just uses the shit like be aware of how much of your attention is going to that outside of your real life like are, are you cooking meals for yourself after work or are you sitting on the app being like oh shoot I haven't done shit like I'm about to order some food like there there's levels to this right you have to be very you have to be very cautious when you using this shit because this can suck away so much of your time. And like I always say, like time is the most valuable thing you have. You can't buy or buy back time. So at the end of the day, 
once you use your time, you're done. And that's what these apps want you to do. They want you to drain time into them, which is it's it's not the worst thing, right? Because back in the day, way back, right? Back in the time, uh, early 90s, back before you had social media, people would sit down and either watch TV all day, because that was one thing. Some folks would literally sit in front of the tube and watch TV all freaking day, which is a real thing. People want to act like they were outside. It was not outside. It's like, how did you get so big? Or how do you gain all this weight if you was outside running around? A lot of people wasn't running around outside. They was right here watching TV. Not just a fact. But because I think that older generations want to pretend as if everything about the old generation was them doing something active, them being X or them being Y. And I, I fundamentally disagree with a lot of the mindset because there's a lot of older people who tend to be obese inside those groups. Just, just the same as younger and millennials and that and such. Like, I'm not going to act like millennials are all in shape or Gen Z is all in shape. But there are generations of people who watch TV for a living and that's all they did. And then when the video game boom happened, they were watch, they were playing video games and watching movies and DVDs. Like, they're just as bad when it comes to uh, their usage of time but they don't see it the same because they might not be super into their phones, but they might be into direct TV. They might be into like all of the other stuff that's out there. That's just a disclaimer because everyone out here, the U S is a very obese country and we can't pretend that this didn't exist before, but there was other places, right? So there were other places, other spaces that people, uh, use their time in so in the 90s you see people who are on tv and watching movies all the time and they'd be like oh well that's not the same as using social media we've just replaced uh the usage of tv as a primary uh entertainment tool to their cell phone as an hour 45 minute entertainment tool it's different uh i think the cell phone's obviously more addictive um but it also had it also can be used for good right You're, so there's so much that could be done um via cell phone via laptop that there are benefits but you have to make these things beneficial you can't just expect these apps to to change that's not going to happen facebook's only going to become more addictive instagram's only going to become more addictive like tiktok one of the most addictive apps you could literally be on TikTok. I'm just going to look at a couple. And you'll be 17, 13, like 50 TikToks in being like, yo, I done seen this new dance, like learning the whole thing. Like, it's crazy. So you got to be careful because if you let your mind slip, they're going to take you away. Like Netflix will sweep you away. Like they'll add, they'll offer you a new show. Next thing you know, you're like, dang, like Netflix got this new thing now. I didn't even, it's not even new, but I just found it. So that's just what it is. It's new to me. But they had the thing where they'll be like, hell, let's, let's, let's figure out what you want to watch. And they'll just give you a bunch of options. Like you'll just go, oh, random show. Do you like this episode? And they'll just jump you right into the episode. And you're like, hmm, I don't know if I like this one. Go turn next, next one. Oh, you like this one? They're like, yo, they just be really having it for the next one right there. And then you put bangers on there. So you're like, dang, I do like this show. This shit's dope. And next thing you know, you spend an hour and a half, two hours watching two episodes, three episodes of a Netflix show that you didn't even intend on watching. Or, or you're like me last night. I'm sitting here trying to go to bed 
too hot to handle season three. I'm like, ah, oh, this would be stupid. I'm not going to watch this. I'm four episodes in. Like, yo, this is kind of funny this season. Like, this is actually hilarious. It's like, how did I get sucked into too hot to handle? But I knew I wasn't going to watch this show. Like, I had no intention of watching the show. It's because it's the algorithm. It's the way that it shows you the same thing over and over. It makes you want, like, you need to click on the show because you've got to watch it. You are to watch the other two seasons. So it, it just does a good job at, at getting you, getting your attention. So be aware. Because if you have other goals, if you have other things you want to accomplish, you need to use that time in other places. Um, but that's all I'm going to say about that. I think I've beat this horse dead. So thank you for coming. Peace out.